Kankakee Podcast is presented by Pewter Pros, Stitch Prints, and Digital World Design Family of Businesses, celebrating 25 years of small business ownership in Kankakee County. Learn more at mypewterpros.com, stitchprints.com, and digitalworlddesign.com. Thankful for the way these stories hold on To the lifetime we won't get back, I know These rivers carry Welcome to Kankakee Podcast, where we talk about the people and places of Kankakee County. I'm Jake Lamore. Recently, I had my brakes replaced on my car, and, you know, getting car repairs is never fun, right? But Meineke and Bourbonnet, they make it as easy as possible, and they did an amazing job putting some new brake pads on my car. That it was, They were making a really funny noise every time I was stopping and I was like, yeah, I, I got to get these checked out. So I got my brakes checked out at Meineke. They put new ones on. And, you know, Bill and Amber, they provide the best customer service I've ever experienced. And the history behind Meineke is kind of interesting, too. They opened their doors in Bourbon A over 30 years ago in 1991, right in the same spot as they are now. And they've always been at the corner of Latham Drive and Route 45. And it began as a place to go for mufflers and brakes, and it soon turned into a full-service auto repair center after Bill took the shop over in 2006. Now, Bill is celebrating over 17 years at Monikey on Latham Drive, and the shop is busier than ever, from full computer diagnosis to engine repairs, tires, tune-ups, oil changes, air conditioning, classic car repairs, and more. I know the other day when I was in there, they were working on an old station wagon. It was like an old Mercedes station wagon from the 80s, and that was really cool to see. And of course, the list goes on and on and on of uh, what Bill and the crew at Meineke can fix. So next time you have a concern with your car or truck, call the friendly folks at Meineke on Latham Drive in Bourbon A, or you can make an appointment online at Meineke.com. Meineke doing car care right for over 30 years in Bourbon A, and when you do go over there, tell them that Jake Lamore sent you. So on this bonus episode of Kankakee Podcast, we're going to learn all about the new suicide prevention and crisis hotline 988. You may have heard of it. It just launched last year in 2022. We're going to learn how it works here locally in Kankakee County. With this time of year, I feel like right after the holidays, it can be a hard time for all of us, whether we're going through hard times or not going through hard times. We're in that winter weather and it can kind of weigh us down a little bit and maybe kind of make us depressed. So I feel like this is a really good time to introduce everyone to 988 and what 988 
is about not just on a national level, but more on the local level. And to help us talk about that is Eva Anderson. She is the director of crisis care at Iroquois Mental Health Center. Welcome, Eva. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's so great to have you here. Um, I was really glad that you reached out to come on the podcast and, and talk about 988. You're director of crisis care at Iroquois Mental Health Center, but what exactly does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just mean that I responsible for provide 988 call, text, chat coverage to six counties in Illinois. Six counties. Yes. So, so <laughs> wow. Gosh. So I thought it was just Kankakee and Iroquois. It's more than that. No, we cover Will County, Kankakee County, Iroquois, Edgar, Clark, and Vermilion counties. That's a lot to cover then. So what exactly is 988? 988 is new three-digit number that launched in July 16, 2022 for response and assist and support for people who experience mental health distress. Like we're talking about crisis, people just automatically thinking about suicide. It's not always like that because it can be like someone experience hard time because life event, example like Getting married, a lot of stress. Yes. Having a baby, separation, loss of loved one, or even pets, or feeling anxious, feeling hopeless, or ill, lonely, difficulty to paying bill about housing. It's like white area about crisis. kind of covers everything. It's not just uh, a, a suicide hotline. It's so much more than that. It's an umbrella of all the different mental health uh, issues you might be facing at a current time. Yes. And when someone calls 988, what happens? Are they talking to, to you? Who uh, is the person that's answering these calls and what happens? Not always come to us because uh-huh. there are 66 Agency in Illinois that receive grant for 590 program. This is how we call it. So when someone call or text or chat 988, there is the the call will be received by a lifeline call center, and they will assess and ask simple question: Where you at location? What's going on? And after that, they will distribute the call to the closest agency to one receive 590 grand, like us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is how we get the call. Yeah. So if I'm in Kankakee County and I tell whoever, uh, like the operator answers the call yeah. and they ask where I'm at, I say, I'm in Kankakee County, Illinois, and then they'll patch me into you. Right? It's possible, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, and they will transfer the call through a warm transfers. It means the pet, the agency, the operator will stay in the line with the person in crisis when call me. Example, Eva, this is Jake. Jake experienced hard time because, mm-hmm. and Jake, this is Eva. Eva, we will take over the call from here. Okay, so... 
let's get an example of let's say let's say I'm having a panic attack and I call 988 and I get dispatched to whatever 988 agency is okay. covering example like me yeah you're right like you <laughs> so I'm going to get transferred to you and then once I tell you that okay I'm having a panic attack is that something that you then have to transfer me to someone that can talk me through a panic attack or, or are you uh, qualified and other people you work with are qualified for that? How does that? We are qualified to be able to working in this field. We have to receive the mandatory training. So we are all certified to assist people in distress. Have you gotten quite a bit of calls since 988 has been introduced? Absolutely, yes. And when you are in those situations like a panic attack, what do you do do for that person that calls you and says, hey, I'm having a panic attack. I don't know what to do. (laughs) How do you walk them through that? First, in any relationship, we have to building rapport. We being there for them. We doing active listening. It's no time frame. You can talk in the phone for 30 minutes, for hours. So, and we talk sometimes. We talk it out. It makes us feel better because we not feel alone. We feel supported. I've always wondered, what, what do you usually say to people, though, in those times? I mean, obviously, you're doing a lot of listening to that person. That's very important as listening. But what do you say to that person that's having a panic attack? What are some things? Because even myself, when I get in that situation where I might be with someone I know and love that is having a panic attack, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just... I have no words. What do I do? What do I say? The most important is being there, being present for them. Yeah, because sometimes I think we forget that, that we think, oh, we should be saying something. We should be doing something. But sometimes there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. So just being there. Being there. I understand you experience hard time right now. Please let me know what I can do for you. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. I'm here with you. Yes. So you're talking to someone on 988, and a lot of times do you end up referring them to different programs and things like that or, or different resources? Yes, absolutely. Because sometimes, example, someone call 911 because they have difficulty for paying their bill or we provide resources for housing, government link for helping paying bill, like energy bill, or if they need mental health support for their permission, we can looking for therapies. We can connect them. Is 988 still the number someone should call in like an emergency of suicidal thoughts or, or they know someone that's thinking about committing suicide? Is that is 988 still the number to call for that or should a person be calling 911 in that type of a instance or example? 
You suppose call 988 because so we can talk it to however 988 it's for low level and low risk behavioral health crisis if you already attempt suicide trying already did it or you already took the pill you need to call 911 directly because we are not medical right yeah Something like that has already taken place. You need to contact 911 to get them medical attention. Exactly. Obviously. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're covering six counties, and I want to know who else is, is it just you answering these calls or who else? How does that, how does that work? Do people volunteer no. for 988 or? Absolutely not just me. Okay. I was going to say, I was like. <laughs> we have a team in our agency. We call like 590 teams. We have team in every office location, but we are all connected. Mm-hmm. We work together as a team. Is it just Iroquois Mental Health Clinic? That's Mental Health Center. Mental Health Center, excuse yeah. me. That is taking these calls for these six counties or it's other clinics around in those six counties? I believe there is more agency okay. because we have 66 agency in Illinois. So what's the the biggest mental health crisis that you hear about coming through 988 right now? This is a good question because <laughs> like up in Will County is more like violence, suicidal talk. In rural area, we have different economy status. We got a lot of call about distress, about cannot paying bill, about housing. I must get kicked out from the house, cannot pay rent. So it's so, different. So you get a lot of that in Kankakee County is what you're saying? In Kankakee, Iroquois. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's more of, of the, the stress of, of being able to afford housing. Yeah. Okay. And we all understand that financial is hard right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, yeah. Especially yeah. with the uh, inflation and they keep talking about how there's a possible recession. Yeah. They're not even sure if that's a thing or not yet. Because 988 is so new, it's still technically in its developing stages because it was just launched last year, right? Yes. And we have like five years vision to fully develop this program. Mm-hmm. So we're learning as we go. So we're learning from our mistake. We're learning what working and what not working. So what's the overall goal then in those five years? What has to be done in, in, in those five years to be fully developed? Our vision, the state vision, not just it, whole nation, mm-hmm. <laughs> is just in five years. Everybody familiar with 988, like how they familiar with 911 right now. People can get access for mobile crisis in 2025. We hope 80%, we cover 80% of that. And in 2027, we're hoping that 80% for individual can access crisis stabilization center, the one closest in their area. So when you say mobile crisis, do you mean like a mobile app on their phone or do you mean like someone 
from 988 going to see that person. Is that what mobile means? We go out to see them where they at. It can be in that house. It can be by the road or in the park. And but that's not instituted yet, right? Or oh, is it, it already? It is already, already happening. Happened. Okay. Yeah. But you can probably only do that in in certain circumstances, right? Or or do the police get involved with that? This come back to the main to goal for nine eight eight. We want to reduce the law enforcement involvement, so we use them as the last resources. Okay. So I'm sure we assess if they don't have firearm, they are not in medically need emergency help, we will get out and see them where they at. That is really a, a big difference between all the other crisis hotlines and things like that for mental health is that you're actually going to go out there and meet them yes. on their level face to face because you can't beat that when you're going through a mental health crisis. You need that that face-to-face interaction yes. with that person sometimes, depending on what it is, of course, depending yes. on the situation. Like back to your question earlier about panic attack, anxiety, and we ask, do you want me to come to you if you get hard time to talk in the phone? Yes. If they yeah. said yes, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing to point out too, 988 is absolutely free. It uh, does not cost people anything. It is 24-7, of course. Absolutely. I think another important thing to point out is that the overall goal of 988 is to reduce the uh, admissions into hospitals and also the... Unfortunately, law enforcement getting involved, yes. and hopefully they don't have to prevent that or their their mental health crisis could lead to breaking the law in some case. And obviously you want to prevent that person from going that far and hurting someone else or hurting themselves, yeah. whatever it may be. Because when we're in our those moments of a mental health crisis, we're not ourselves. We're going to unfortunately do things that aren't right. And we got to be able to prevent those things. So that's another thing sure. that 988 is all about, right? Yes. What else can you think of that we should cover about 988 and what is another thing that people need to know about it? The most common question I people ask is what difference between 988 and 911? And that's a great question. And I feel yeah. we, we talked about that a couple minutes ago a little yes. bit, but just to kind of reiterate that you are specifically focusing on mental health and, and not health care itself. If you're truly having a health emergency, like you pointed out earlier, if unfortunately someone has harmed themselves already and they need medical attention, you need to direct them to 911. There's nothing you can do at that point. Got it. Yes. So what can people do to to help spread the word about 988 or just get involved? Is there a way to a person can get involved with 988 if they want to do more? Just to spread the word because we're still dealing with a lot of stigma about mental health. 
we just want to normalize about mental health. Everybody experience hard time in their life and it's okay to asking for help. And every person that I would talk to through 988 are is there a requirement that they have to have some education in mental health? We have two different staffing. One, the one have to license clinical counselor. The other one we call engagement specialist. Engagement specialist is require high school diploma and they have live experience with mental health. It's not always they have depression or anxiety or something, mental health situation. Maybe they are familiar with taking care someone who have mental health. Heaven forbid you ever need to call 988. You kind of want to know, okay, who am I going to be talking yeah. to? What What is their background? Are they licensed? Are Are they, a, right, a licensed counselor or... Do they even have a mental health background? So it's it's good to know that. And but all of us need to doing that mandatory crisis certified. Yes, right. Worker. You have to yes. have that certification. So talking about the engagement specialist and mobile crisis, when we get out, have to two person come. One crisis counselor who need to make clinical judgment. The second with is engagement specialist. The engagement specialist role is to being there in the front row. Hey, to building rapport. Hey, I understand what you're going through. I was in your shoes. Sometimes they can self-disclosure. And you know what happened with me? Sure, we have to ask permission. Sure. Of course. So when you're responding to a call, you're always sending those two people out. Absolutely. The engagement specialist and then the, the licensed... Crisis counselor. Crisis counselor. Okay. Is 988 currently hiring the, any of those people to fill those roles at this time? Do you know? Do you believe me or not? All the agencies has difficulty with hiring people. So we are hiring. We need people to help other people. Yes. Yeah, it is absolutely. so much needed in the community. Mm -hmm. It is. And and that's why it's it's going to take five years, like you said, to yes. kind of roll all this out. It hasn't even been a full year yet. So just getting the word out about it, which is why you're here, obviously, too. So yes. there's just no shame at all. If you need that number, that's why it's there. Yeah. There should be no shame at all. If if you are at your wits end, call that number. Call 988. There's, that's why it's there. That's why it was made to help people when they're, they've got nowhere else to turn. Absolutely. If I'm with someone or maybe I'm not even with someone, maybe I'm just texting them or I'm talking to them on the phone and they're seriously contemplating suicide, besides having them call 988, what can I personally do to help them with that situation? Or if a friend just tells me, you know, I've been thinking about ending my life. What, what can I do to help that person? For at that moment, just keep in the phone with that person while you reach out to 988. 
So I can actually call nine eight eight for another person, is what you're telling me. Absolutely, yes. Okay. It's not not always the person in crisis, the one call or text nine eight eight. You can call like neighbor, your loved one, your family. If you concern something not right, like some, I think that person need help. Need you can do that. That's good to know, and I'm because we did not talk about that. Is that it doesn't just have to be you that's no. going through the crisis. If you just are in contact with someone who is having a crisis currently, you can call nine eight eight for support. Absolutely. Is there a mobile app too? If people aren't comfortable with actually having a phone conversation, does that exist for nine eight eight, or is it strictly just phone at this point? Now we don't have mobile app, but we you can text. So I can text nine eight eight. I can just put nine eight eight in my yes. phone and send a text message to nine eight eight. Yes. Okay. See, that's great. Actually, I personally tried by myself yesterday. Uh-huh. Per and state permission. Okay. <laughs> sure. Of course. Yeah, you don't want to get in trouble, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. And it worked. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good to know because some people are just not comfortable with maybe actually talk. Right, talking, so they can just text nine eight eight, and that'll work as well. Oh, okay. Eva's showing it the text conversation that she just sent to nine eight eight. That's great. Well, Eva Anderson from the Iroquois Mental Health Center. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on Kinkiki Podcast and tell us all about nine eight eight and how it works here in Kankakee County. And if there's ever anything else. Just reach out to me, and I'd be happy to spread the word. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. And just a reminder: if you're wanting to look up information online about 988, you can go to 988lifeline.org. That does it for this bonus episode of Kankakee Podcast. Thank you again to Eva Anderson for being on. I'm Jake Lamore. Thank you so much for listening. Kankakee Podcast is proudly presented by Pewter Pros, Stitch Prints, and Digital World Design family of businesses celebrating 25 years of small business ownership in Kankakee County. You can learn more at mypewterpros.com, stitchprints.com, and digitalworlddesign.com. Also, a special thank you to our patrons for helping make this episode possible, including Don Geisinger, Diana Crowley, Joseph Lamont, Bill Paracus, Lori Krayoch, Karen Bishop, SLS Home Inspections, Seth and Mary Berkey, Jake Lee, Jesse Arsenal, Dave Barron, Veronica Featherston, John Sullivan, Sue Hornung, Samantha Rocknowski, Lake Iverson, Travis Garcia, Jane Bostwick, Dawn Harrison, Simon Topless, Scott Wright, Carrie O'Connell, Jamie Race, Joanne Barry, Anthony Vicelli, Eric Olson, Nolan Bukowski, Natalie Flagel, Carl Earps, Jeff and Rosa Carroll, Teague Dreenan, Sandy and Steve Twait, and Rose Lucky. To become a podcast patron, go to kankakeepodcast.com, then click on the Patron tab. If you pledge $5 or more per month, you'll also hear your name announced on an episode of Kankakee Podcast. There's also access to extended versions of episodes, video versions, and much more. Our theme song was written and performed by Lupe Carroll and recorded by Daniel Bishop. Mm-hmm.